Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, you're watching Does It Get Better? I'm your host. I'm one of your hosts. Neil Rubens. I'm Neil Rubenstein. I'm Rich Gaccioni. Co-host. Uh, I, uh, this is a mental health podcast about the mental health. Um, today's episode, we're going to just, is the topic is stress. Stress. Can you tell? I can tell. I suppose (laughs) how it affects your depression and the things that, uh, I haven't slept in like four days. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. What's up? What's happening? Stress. Anxiety. It's, uh, the... This is going to be like a, a anti-government rant. The, the government's ability to charge you for being poor mm-hmm. is brutal. Like, if you're just barely making it, they try to cripple you. They want, yeah. they want yep. you out on the street. Yep. So the threshold for health insurance, for government aid on health insurance... Mm-hmm. Is seventeen thousand dollars a year? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine making twenty thousand dollars a year and then having to pay for health insurance? That's insane. Yeah, because paying for health insurance is like multiple hundreds of dollars a month. Which okay. right, right. If you are on <clears throat> unemployment insurance, they don't take taxes out, and then at the end of the year you get taxed. Right. Yep. I'm familiar. Yep. Your unemployment insurance is a percentage of what you were earning at your work. Mm-hmm. My, the amount the government is taxing me for unemployment is more than the stimulus check. Oh my God. <laughs> if you, uh, if you default on credit cards, some credit card companies just send it to collections and then you can like pay it down right. off of, um, like a lower amount. But if they decide to sue you, which apparently they do more now because, you know, the financial hardships of the credit card companies. Mm-hmm, of course. Yeah, they're really these suffering. difficult times. Right. You know, charging you 20% interest when the bank only gives you 1% interest. <laughs> right. That seems fair. Um, seems like a just process uh, so if they just so they decide to sue you you need to hire a lawyer because it's a civil or you can represent yourself and just lose right and then when you lose you have to also pay their lawyer fees <laughs> right <laughs> yep because you know you have to well that just lives on the couch now <laughs> um it's a sick shirt by the way not to thanks that's great yep um, smells like mustard for some reason. Like it came out of the package smelling like mustard. <laughs> oh. And then there's a sticker that said, it's the shirt. Something about the printing. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it, I thought your house, I thought you just got a whiff of mustard. I didn't realize you were the, the shirt. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I can't find this fucking thing. Um, all right. So yeah. What are we talking about? Just fucking fuck the government. Yeah. Pay the I just lo- want to understand, like, how do they expect you to survive? Yeah, I know. Where like, an, they- like, like an overdraft fee feels like it's criminal. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you have the technology to just refuse. You know what I mean? Like, the the thing is instant, right? right? You're right. communicating. I always so, like, wondered you, about that, yeah. Like- when you swipe your card, if you swipe it, debit then they give you an overdraft fee. But if you swipe it credit, they charge you 20% interest. Like what, what, come on. Yeah. I give you, I put my money in your thing because like, if I don't have a bank account that I can't like get paid on time or I have to go to the check cashing place and they take 10%. Like, so the cheapest way to, to get the cheapest way to cash my check is just to have a bank account. So I have to give the bank my money. They give me one percent. They spend my money on. They buy stocks, probably GameStop. You know, <laughs> they buy stocks with my stock with, with, with my cash. 
They give you 1% interest. They probably make a ton of money on it. And then when I'm like, hey, I need 20 bucks from you, they're like, all right, that'll be $65. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That doesn't, seem, that doesn't seem fair. And then I love the argument, life's not fair. Hmm. Life's not fair uh, when, like, I fall down the stairs and I break my leg, but you fall down the stairs and you just twist your ankle. Right. Yep. That's life's not fair. Yep. Life's not fair shouldn't apply to whether or not I can afford to live. Right. Like, life's not fair is you got cancer and I didn't, you know, sorry, I, I wish, you know, there was something I could do. That's life's not fair. Life's not fair isn't, oh, well, if you get born to really wealthy parents, you can afford to company and then eventually be the CEO. But if you were born to poor parents, you just have to always be poor. That's not, no. Why can't, why can't we have the same opportunities? Yeah. Like, why can't, like, why can't, if I work 40 hours a week, why can't I afford rent? Mm-hmm. It's not fair. <laughs> and I hate that. I hate that so much. Like, does that solve anything by like rubbing the salt in the wound by being like, oh, life's not fair. Well, maybe it should be like, maybe we should fix a couple of things. So life's a little bit more fair, you know? 30 what was it how would I, what was the number it was like 30 the top 30 most civilized countries in the world the top 30 economies of the top 30 economies in the world 29 right have yeah, universal yeah. health care right hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so it so it works it can work we just don't we want just, it to work we just and, then, to. and then the craziest thing about that is like if you break it down, like if you go individual to individual, most people are like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like the insurance companies are like, no. Right. Of course. There's too many people making massive amounts of money and always will if they just keep it the way it is. What I say to someone the other day, I was like, I'm willing to bet your, I was like, I was willing to bet your social security check that you take part in socialist programs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet the police department that you take part in socialist programs. Hey, wait a minute. I'm willing to bet your public school. Like, what, what's that about? Public schools are fine, but not after age, not after age 18. Right. Like, you can't, you can't go to school for free because Harvard. Because we just, we just had you go to school for free, so now we have to make money to pay us back from going to school for free. You're in debt. You go to a you go to a school. You're in debt a hundred thousand dollars to some loan company, to some loan sharks. Ugh, I know. And then the the job you if you can get a job, the job wants to pay you thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you're just in debt to your education for the rest of your life. I'm still paying paying. Well, not currently because they they paused student loan repayment. But oh, how kind. Yeah. Yeah, like they're like they like the emails I get every like three months when the government like does another like rollover of of um you know no payments. They're like, and we're we're going to pause interest to zero percent while you know the government or while we figure out the you know the future of our student loan payments. Like, oh gee, thanks. Like the like that was even like a thought. Like they might just keep charging interest, but you don't have to make payments. Like, oh gee, thank you. Thanks for giving me that little nugget. It's insane, but there's a little bit of hope for the student loan thing. I was reading or seeing that they were thinking about, you know, for um, wiping out X amount. Yeah, but you know, that's a whole nother debate. People are like, no, what about me? Yeah, well, how come he gets his debt forgiven and I have to? He uh, life's not fair, I guess, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, life's not fair. Assholes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I my I, I made a poor choice in college, and I'm not making any money now. So that means I have to keep this ball and chain around my ankle every month of reminding myself that I went to college for no reason and had to pay back all this money. And I heard I heard bankruptcy doesn't doesn't Mm-mm. erase student loan. Debt. It does not. No. What the hell is that? Yeah. The whole point of bankruptcy is a fresh start. Right. Yeah. No. I think I think it's because it's a 
a lot of a lot of federal assistance, a lot of federal loans because it's a government loan. They don't they don't get rid of it. Um, yeah, I I went through a bankruptcy um, probably about 11, 12 years ago. It's kind of a big secret that I don't really share too much. But when I moved, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. When I moved to California the first time in like two thousand seven. Um, I was trying to keep up and I couldn't find a job that paid enough. I couldn't, I just couldn't. And that was, that was when gas prices were like three forty nine, almost $4 a gallon. And I was living in California where it's probably the most, the highest. And I was driving like a gigantic, uh, grand marquee, like crown Victoria. So like I was getting like seven miles per gallon and I couldn't find a job. And I was just like, at one point I just panicked and I was like, I'm, I have no money saved anymore. You know, it was like one of those decisions where like, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to move. I don't know if you remember when I moved the first time and, uh, yeah. And I just couldn't make it work. So I had to go through that whole process and, uh, yeah. Um, I recovered, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's been over however many years that it, it, it hangs around, but yeah, no, the student loan oh. stayed, but all the rest. Yeah. So then, so that's another thing, right? Yeah. So, we, we, uh, you, you, I'm going with the idea of filing for bankruptcy too, because, uh, whatever. Everyone I talk to is like, oh yeah, I, I did that. It's a secret. I did that, but yeah. I didn't tell you. Yeah. So everybody <laughs> has to do that. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, yeah. People are yeah, everybody. Age. Everybody has two jobs. Everybody files for bankruptcy, and it's like, and we pretend. We pretend like being poor is like it's like hard. No, no, no everyone's dude stop being ashamed of it yeah talk about it talk about it so that something gets done about yeah, it. yeah that's true that's true there's a huge stigma on it you know this uh everyone everyone no, no one wants to everyone thinks they're just temporarily not rich yeah <laughs> like 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 their trajectory of saving 12 dollars a week is gonna make them yeah a millionaire in the future. Mm -hmm. No, you're going to slip on a patch of ice and you're going to be back to yep. where you started. Yep. Don't, don't, don't pretend like you're not two bad decisions away from poverty. Right. Everyone's got to start talking about it so that, so that we stop arguing over whether the cops should have a tank <laughs> and we start talking about why this, is, this has got to be the biggest issue with mental health. Mm hmm. It's got like I can't imagine a more restful thing than fearing homelessness. What? What's worth? Like what? Like what are people worried about? Like what is a bigger stress than that? Yeah. Than just being totally broke. Like, because it's just it just once you get started on the on that slope, it's like, you know, then you lose your job, then you aren't then you're not hireable like uh what the, the, a lot of dental things are considered cosmetic yeah yep if a guy with no front teeth tries to get a job goes up on the bus mm -hmm. and tries to get a job are you hiring him or are you gonna hire a kid with teeth right yeah don't tell me it's cosmetic that's a that's a that's a necessity for life Dental. <laughs> oh, but we could we could squeeze we could squeeze you guys. God, dental for another couple of bucks. Such a ripoff. All right, wow. it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. This shouldn't be the. What this is about. But... And, but no, you're right. You're right, though. It is a. It is a source of stress. I mean, it's probably one of the majority of causes of stress for everybody. Financial, worrying about where the next dollar is going to come from, worrying about when unemployment is going to run out, and you're going to have to like figure it out oh life's not fair well we helped you as enough as we can so now you gotta you know it, it's definitely a stress for me it's kind of like what i was going through the past couple weeks too as i mentioned i've been like just like panicked i i panic like i get that like feeling in my stomach like what am i gonna do all these people these i need to pay this bill oh and then this went wrong and oh i gotta pay this guy back because you know i forgot about that bill it just like such a stress it is such a stress, and it doesn't go away like i i had uh my credit card bill um deferred for like they were doing this the, the like okay we'll give you like a couple months you don't have to make a payment which is great like a few months ago and then you know i turned off my automatic payments because they tell you to do that because they'll take the money anyway <clears throat> so i turned it off 
forgot to turn it back on and I made the payment like that the next morning. And then two days later, I got like phone calls. You missed your payment. So we have, and so I looked at my thing and I was like, oh shoot, I missed my payment. They had already charged me a $30 late fee and they're already calling me two days later. So I call back and I'm like, Hey, listen, and you, and they were like, they were, they were cool about the late fee. They reversed it right away. But I was like, Hey, listen, so my situation has not changed in the last 12 months. I'm like unemployed. I have, I'm on unemployment, which isn't a lot of money. It's tough to pay this bill. Are you guys doing anything? Like, is there anything else that's happening? They're like, no, we stopped doing, we stopped doing the, the, um, uh, whatever the, the skipping of payments because we did it enough. And, you know, she's like, you could talk to a supervisor about, um, you know, a debt repayment program. It was like some thing. I was like, no, I just, I just need your, is that all you're doing? You're either just telling me to pay it or you're, or some debt repayment program. Like, I don't, that's not where I'm at. I'm just like, She's like, no, that's all. And I was like, oh, never mind. I didn't, you know, I scraped the money together and I paid the bill. You know, it's like. I I, I went through one of those too. Like one of those like, oh, well, uh, how much do you pay a month for your lease? And I'm like, 350. Like, well, you know, that's high and you could probably get it lower, you know, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's thousands of dollars to switch out of this car right, right now. Right, right. I don't have thousands of dollars or I wouldn't be complaining about $350. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Like my entire industry has been shut down for a full year. Like, you know, chill. And well, and how much is your rent this month? Oh, well, you know, you could probably get a cheap so move. <laughs> so the answers, well, come on, man. So rent a rent a U-Haul truck and 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 we'll live in the back and spend and spend, you know, like pack up all my and take take a couple of days off of not working. <laughs> Like what? Come on, man. What? Are you, what? What is that? And then what? What was the other thing you said about? There's something else that like triggered me. Paying back debt relief thing, which is such nonsense. Uh, I forget. There's another thing. I was whatever. Yeah. Being poor. No. Yeah. Being 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 just in these positions that we're in. Um. And I'm sure most of uh, people we know are maybe in this this similar situation. I just don't hear a lot about it because it's always kind of taboo to talk about your everyone's money. Everyone's scared. Everyone's scared yeah. to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like, <laughs> you shouldn't be scared. You know, if you, if you talk about it, maybe you actually get, you know, somebody has a, a point that to be like, oh, well, this thing might be helpful or that thing might be helpful or I went through yeah. that and this is what I did. Yeah, someone's like, oh, this program or, oh, I found a, a cheap way to file for bankruptcy or, you know, whatever I found. Well, there was, so, so let me just share one thing that, um, that came through to help me in the winter time for my for for gas for my house. There's something called a weatherization assistance program. I learned this from a friend from New York. She applied for it, and it took them like nine months to get through the process. And like you know, there's like waiting lists and stuff. It's like okay, but she told me about it, and it was in New York. So I looked it up for Rhode Island. Sure enough, they have one. It's just like hidden in like, you know, like your 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 national grid, like uh, uh, utilities. It's like way in the bottom. It, but it, but I found it, right? And I applied for it. I qualified for it because I'm low to no income um, and still have bills to pay. So I applied for it. I was approved for it in October. They approved, you know, they approved me in October. They submitted this stuff in November the guy that I was working with, unfortunately, like left the program and I was one like I was wondering what was going on. They said they'd contact with me within like two to three weeks and it was like two months almost. So I called up and the lady's like, oh, yeah. So he left and we couldn't find some of his clients or whatever. And this is like a state run program. I was like, so what does that mean? And she's like, oh, you have to reapply. And I was like, but it just took two months. I have to reapply. She's like, yeah, sorry. She called me back 10 minutes later. and was like, oh, we looked you up by address. We found your stuff. You're all set. And then two days later, I get a letter. So this is like the competency of, of these these kind of people sometimes. I get a letter, though. In the end, it works out for me. They, they gave me a $700 credit on my gas bill. So I don't have to pay any money for gas until that $700 runs out. So I looked at my national grid bill, and it's like negative $600 right now. So it's basically every month that that amount goes back to zero. Um, 
and I have gas heat and it's wintertime. So that's something maybe if somebody's listening and, and needs help in that. I mean, there was there's no harm in applying for it and looking for it because that took one stress away from me, right? It's like the gas bill in the wintertime. It's like sickening. You know, you get your gas bill. It's $150, $200 because you want to keep warm. Um, they have a lot of programs that run through your house. Like, do you have an old humidifier? Do you have an old dehumidifier? Do you have an old washer dryer? And they give you appliances if you have old appliances. They'll give you a, um, you know, like in-window air conditioners. They'll replace those. Anything that's like not efficient and maybe outdated, they actually give you them if you apply for this program. Unfortunately, I couldn't take advantage of any of those things because I had updated appliances, a refrigerator even. They'll give you a new refrigerator. Um, but that's something that took a little bit of a stress away for the winter time. Now I can have the heat on and not feel like every time, you know, like, you know, like the whole like mom or dad, like don't touch the thermostat. You know what I mean? Like leaving it at like 62 degrees in the winter time yeah. and like, you know, I'll oh, just put another shirt on or put a sweatshirt on. So if anybody needs, uh, needs help in that, in that aspect, um, I highly suggest looking up your weatherization assistance program or your heating, um, your heating and efficiency appliance program. It's H-E-A-P, HEAP. Um, I, I think every state probably has one. It's just run by your local like municipal area. So that was a good one. That's a little tip I have for people. It maybe would help in a little bit of a stress reliever on that aspect. Oh, oh I was going to say the insurance, the insurance thing. Mm-hmm. Like health Dang. insurance? Oh, my God. So finally... This, this weekend was like so bad that I was like, all right, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try and get help. Like mm-hmm. I'll a therapist or something. Can't, can't find, uh, <laughs> so he, he, this is what happens with my insurance. I, I remember o- over the summer, I called a doctor. I asked over the phone, do you take my insurance? Mm-hmm. I said yes. So I made an appointment. It was three weeks to get the appointment because it was like COVID times or right, whatever. Right, right. Wait three weeks, get my appointment, go to my appointment. They don't take my insurance. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so then I call the insurance company. You know, you're on hold for an hour, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get the wrong person. I'm, I called the wrong number. My mistake. I got to call again. Finally, finally get someone. And I'm like, I need. And oh, this was for the this is for my leg. Mm-hmm. I need an ortho. I need an orthopedist. Like the doctors, Doctor Dengenis in Deer Park. So I called Doctor Dengenis in Deer Park. This is on my, my insurance. People told me to call this guy. Right. We don't take your insurance. <laughs> Wait, why? I was just I just you were on my thing. They just told me to call you. Well, I'm not lying to you. Why would I? I don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Call my insurance people back. They give me another number. That person doesn't take my insurance either. I call back. And I'm like, can you give me like 15 <laughs> numbers? Because I'm just going to spend all day trying to find someone who takes my insurance. Yeah. Fourth person I called. Fourth person. Third or fourth person I called was took my insurance. Guess the doctor that I'm going to get seen by. <laughs> the first guy? Dr. Dungeness. <laughs> of course. Just at a different location. Uh-huh. Okay. Then my my prescription, I get a prescription for something that has refills on it. Mm-hmm. I call the I call CVS. They say you need a doctor. Oh uh, yeah 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 yep. They have to approve it or whatever. Want us to call? Yes, thank you. Hit the button. Okay, we'll do. I don't hear from anybody. I call. Uh, the doctor hasn't called back yet. It's like a week and a half. So I call. You know, then there's the runaround with the whole thing that, you know, finally, finally it gets taken care of. It was like, you know, whatever, a week, like a week had gone by and like all the, it's just, and it's like, if you're like, if you, if you're a recovering, I feel like if you're a recovering drug addict, it's easier. Like I should just say like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm trying to kick mm-hmm. heroin mm-hmm. so I can get like a like somebody a would, psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah you know what yeah. I mean? Like get help quicker. Yeah. I feel like that's the case. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just, uh, I feel like a lot of the things that you just said and a lot of things I've gone through too, it's just like, I don't know why you can, you can never get a right answer the first time. 
when you're reaching out for help with anything. I feel like anytime I've made a phone call in the last two weeks, I've either been on hold for two hours, then like what you said too, it was like I, I left because you get one person and you explain what you need and they're like, oh no, you need uh, you need so-and-so in the other department. Do you want me to transfer you? Well, sure, I guess so. And then they transfer you, you're on hold for another 15 minutes and you get the person. Or you get the right person, you tell them what you need and like what you're saying with the doctor. They're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, this is all you need. Okay, are you sure that's all I need? Yeah, that's all you need. And then you make a phone call and that's not what you needed at all. That's not what I needed at all, yeah. And then you're like back to square one, you call back. And, you know, and the stress that causes because I'm I'm going through, I need to uh, I need to register my car. And because I'm at the end of my lease and I'm, I'm going to buy the car. So I, you know, had to sort through like getting financing. And that was a, like, I it was like fingers were crossed on that because I'm not like, I have a job. I work at the bar once every two weeks, one day you know, every two weeks. I have a job. So I was able to say I have a job and I make like, you know, poverty level income and I'm on, a, on, on unemployment. So I had like two sources of income. So you know, I get an awful rate, but I can buy the car, right? But now I have to register it and come to find out, dude, have you registered a car yourself in the last, like, have you done this? Because I need like a stack of papers like this big because I'm registering a leased car and I need like a certified letter. I need a title photocopy. I need the bill, the original bill of sale. I need two no. copies of the registrations for the last they, four years. They don't do the dealership won't do that for you. No, no, because I'm buying the car and it, it, but I you're buying it from them. Yeah, I know. This is what they told me I had to do. And then I realized that I went to like because I was I had like, do you know what excise taxes does? Uh, does New York do excise tax? I, I don't know. Anthony. I don't know. Excise taxes is a uh, basically if you own something, they tax it in Rhode Island. If you own a thing they tax it. It's called excise tax. If you buy a car, you pay sales tax on it, you pay whatever tax on it. And then they assign a percentage of the value of your car every year. And you pay a tax on the, the value of your car. So I had my old Mazda and I just went cause I had an issue with the excise tax and I thought I had paid it off. I go look on my, the website that you can pay. Sure enough, I had $300 still just hanging there that I had no idea. It's been like three years since I've owned that car still owed $300 in excise tax on it. And now luckily if I didn't catch that, I would have gone to the DMV and they wouldn't have, they would have the first thing they check is to see if you have any tax holds on and they wouldn't have let me register the car. So luckily I was able to take care of that. But now I have this stack of papers, like stressing out, like, like, Bill of sale, proof of insurance, a registered uh, power of attorney, a bank statement, a utility statement, all to prove like where I live and how long. I, it's just like that. That is causing me like the biggest stress right now because I'm so afraid. Even though there's a checklist, they give you this checklist right on the website. Like make sure you have all these things. I have it all checked off. I have it, you know, folded in the paper. But I'm like. I'm going to get to the DMV and they're going to like, I'm either going to have the wrong thing or like one wrong piece of info and I'm going to get sent home and have to like find it. And I'm going to have to do this. And the DMV only takes appointments. So I wanted to do this last week. I couldn't even find it. They were booked like every single day at these three different DMV locations in Rhode Island. They were booked. One was booked for the entire month of February, not a single opening. Then I found another one in uh, a little bit like 20 minutes north of me that had one opening on Thursday this week for the month, the entire month of February. And luckily I snagged it for eight o'clock in the morning. Like, come on. Like, is that not, does that not sound stressful? <laughs> Cause that's so stressful to me. It's like car stuff. Oh, DMV. And I know I'm going to be like in line outside for like probably like an hour, even though I have an 830 appointment, I, I doubt like an appointment means you get seen at 830. It probably just means you get to line up at 830. Yeah, you just get to enter. Yeah. So I don't know. That's been one thing. And then just like this whole like I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to like not stress about it. But it's just like it's just like that catastrophic thinking that we both have talked about before. And it's like. You know, I'm I'm setting up for like fail, the you know failure for this whole thing. Like I'm gonna get there, and somebody's gonna tell you, you know, 
oh, you have the wrong form, or oh, you checked off the wrong box. You need it. You need a copy with the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly, dude. <laughs> I got the, so I have to renew my license. First of all, my leg's broken. I can't stand. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I have to renew my license. So I got, I got an appointment. The latest I could get, the fir, you know, the the most, the furthest yeah, yeah. out without, you know. And I guess now with COVID, they're being lenient on like the licenses stuff. So I, I, I got as late as I could. And they give you a checklist of like the stuff that yeah. you need to bring. Yep. I have to do and the same like, thing. Yeah. It's like this or this or these two things mm -hmm. you i'm just bringing every i'm bringing everything <laughs> that's me i'm not <laughs> i'm just bringing every i'm gonna show up with like nine thousand things yep and i know that when i get there they're just gonna be like oh just give us your license you right, know what I mean? right 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 that's what i but keep like, telling myself too yeah i don't know here's my w-2 here's my tax forms <laughs> from the past three years here's my social security card here's my passport like fucking take it <laughs> take that's it right. look at it yeah don't just don't just that's what I'm, I'm, I've been telling myself or like calming myself down, hoping like if you put it out there, like you, you might get like, you get the person at the desk. That's just like not in a bad mood and just like wants to help because I've went through a lot of stuff with registering my business and getting a lot of licenses and like forms and stuff with the state of Rhode Island for the bakery stuff. Everybody I've talked to, which has been about four different people, have been the nicest, most helpful, most like informative people. And it's unfortunate that you that I I don't know if you have the same kind of thing, but like you kind of have this preconceived notion of like state workers to just be miserable. Like every like, you, you know, the people at the DMV, there's a joke or, or stereotype that people that work at the DMV are just like always in a bad mood or whatever. So you just kind of have that. But everybody's been super nice. So I've been putting that out there in my in the brain, in my brain and in the universe that like going to ride that wave of kind of like people that just want to help. And I'm going to get to DMV. I'm going to hand the papers. Everything's going to be cool. And I'm going to go home. Hopefully I'm knocking on wood on that one. Like, oh, you need that done. OK. And then they just stamp it and I pay the money that I need to pay. And then we're good because I don't want to stress. Happen. It's not. <laughs> Come on, man. Ah, oh, I'm stressed enough. Oh, and then, then no, then you get the health issue. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then you get like, just like a, oh, it's probably nothing. And you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't slept in like four days. I'll tell you something. You'll you'll feel better if you sleep. <laughs> just a little bit. You yeah. How, how do you do that? <laughs> uh, uh. I, I used to joke like, uh, you know, you, you try to get like psyched up for stuff. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You're like, yeah, I'm going to work out. Mm -hmm. Go. We're going to work. Like, you can't do that. Like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Get in bed. All right. <laughs> like, it's okay. Cool. We're in bed. And sleep. You can't do it. You can't. You can't. Not yeah, no, it's not how it works. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the, unfortunately, the only way I've been able to sleep is with, with a prescription that I got that is a very mild, like, I don't call it sedative, but it like definitely just like mellow. It, it puts me in the mood to sleep. It doesn't like knock me out, which is great. Cause I had something like that. And it was just like, ugh. I woke up every morning, just like feeling like I got hit by a bus. Cause it was such a like, and I don't like that. I, I mean, I don't want to rely on that kind of stuff, but, and so I told my psychiatrist, I was like, Hey, that stuff's just a little too strong. And I was also, I mean, I'm still in the, in the rhythm of like, settling down at the end of the night and like trying to like okay I, I worried all day about the car thing let's just fucking not worry about the car thing for the last hour of being awake for the last hour of being trapped in my house for the last 48 hours like doing nothing but like pacing back and forth to the kitchen you know so I've been trying still try to like make like nighttime like a tea or like a like a like a dessert drink like a some sort of like sweet thing and and just sit down and watch tv wind down hang out with george because he's usually passed out by then i'm just like and then when i'm ready to get to bed like when i'm starting to fall asleep on the couch i'll like transport myself into the bedroom but i have a bad habit of having the tv on when i sleep like i know that's not a good thing but it's like one of those comfort things like i need that like that like background noise kind of puts me to sleep but Lately, it's been keeping me awake and I can't I can't seem to break that habit of just going into the bedroom and turning the TV off and going to bed. That's a tough one. I think you need something to help you sleep. I don't really do that. That's not uh, it's not NyQuil because that's not good. 
Here's a fun thing. What? I went, uh, someone told me about, um, someone told me about SSDI. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that it's, uh, you know, it's the lunatics. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, oh, maybe I'll look into that. And they were like, all right, well, you know, it's like based on how much you've put into Social Security. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, uh, well, how do I find that out? So, you know, you go to Social Security, whatever, dot, you know, fuck yourself. And then, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, oh, you know, you know, you have a needle, take some blood. And it finally, it finally lets you in the thing. And uh, it's a year by year breakdown of like, you know, what you've earned. Right, right. And uh, I'm looking at the dates. And I remember I like I went to work like 16 or 17. I started working like two jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Same here. And, uh, you know, I was working at the record store. Then I work with my brother uh, on weekends. And I was thinking, you know, well, you know. And I'm looking at this one date. And it's like, uh, it's like the year that I turned 16. It's like, oh, you know, you put in this much. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, I put in. That makes about. That makes sense. I put in about that much. Right. Okay. And then year 15, year 14, year 13, year 12 is zeros. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, why would you even include that? I didn't work before I was 16. I don't remember working. And then when I'm 10 and 11. <laughs> who? Did you earned money when you were 10 and 11 years old? I was using my social security <laughs> number when I was 10 and 11. Well, your parents might have like uh, had some sort of um, uh, like a like a bank account for you, maybe, or like like CDs or something like that. Maybe they, uh -huh. they and that I know that's that earns money. So and then when you, of course, if you earn money, they take money from it. So maybe, you know, that could be a possibility. Maybe. Or do you think my criminal father was up to something? <laughs> or that, or that. That's true. Was that the was that the year when you when you learned how to run numbers, or he was having you run run betting slips? No, I was like fourteen. Or oh, okay. that was like fourteen. Okay, it was it was ninth that was ninth grade. So whatever the fourteen, I guess. Right, right. High school is like fourteen to eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, depend on your birthday. It was like or seventeen, eighteen. Well, I got kicked out on my eighteenth birthday. So you graduated on your eighteenth birthday? Is that what I you got said? kicked out? Oh, you got kicked. <laughs> you got kicked out on your eighteenth birthday. Kicked out on my eighteenth birthday. They let me graduate. Um, I wasn't allowed to walk with everybody. Not that I would fucking give a shit, but right. I wasn't allowed back to school. But they let me graduate because I was like close enough. So mm -hmm. there was like one or two credits. My whole like, I would, I like, the, I never went to class, and then I would get like, I'd have to go to summer school, uh -huh. and it was just so much better to just bang out a year's worth of stuff <laughs> and like, yeah, 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 six weeks. Like, I, I <laughs> like, why is not everyone doing? You know what I mean? Like, if that's the option, like, I could just, you know what I mean? Like, wait, I can go to school for two months and get the same education as they do in six. Okay, sure. <laughs> Yeah, like it just didn't make sense to me. Like, no, that made, that's, you guys yeah. are going to school for you guys are going to school for forty weeks. I'm going to school for six weeks. <laughs> like, like, oh, but it's summer. You don't want to miss out on summer. Like, what? <laughs> you guys missed out on spring, fall, winter. <laughs> like, you guys missed out on everything. Yeah. Like, so I never went to class, and then every year. I would just go to summer school and, and you know whatever and i'd be in the next whatever the stuff that i didn't have to so like i remember in eighth grade i was in like 10th grade math and then when i graduated i was still in 10th grade math <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter like it didn't i didn't need that to graduate right. so yeah. it didn't matter um but i remember like yeah so i just whatever i would just bail on everything and then just do summer school and so i was close enough that when i got kicked out in 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 March of my senior year, um, they were like, well, you just need to make up like these two classes. And so they had a tutor meet me at the library for like two hours huh. a day, like two days a week. And I was like, if these are options, why are we doing that? You know what I mean? Like what, like 
you have to do it this way. You have to do it this way. I can't do it that way. Oh, well, we have all these other options. <laughs> yeah, just do just do this this minimal option and you'll be fine. Like, okay. <laughs> did you have to take did you have to take the regents exam? Do you remember that? Did they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, God, what a fucking farce. It's, it's the same thing with like with these like corporations like the people's jobs, man. It's like you have to come in at 7:30. Oh, yeah. Work through lunch. You only get two 15-minute breaks. You know, we uh, we incline the toilet seat so you, you're uncomfortable, so you don't <laughs> waste time in the bathroom. And then it's like, oh, it's pandemic, and it's like, oh, everyone has to work from home. And then they're like, oh, the corporation's like, oh, you're using your internet and <laughs> your office supplies, and we just pay you the same amount, and we don't have to be responsible for it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, 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 work from home. Yeah, yeah, it's a good plan. Work from home. <laughs> Fucking idiots. You have to do it this way. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's just so short-sighted. Just like, all right, man. Maybe I know I've been wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. I've been wrong. So maybe like I could be wrong about this. Like, let me hear some other things. See, times change too. Like we're in the year yeah. like 2021. Like. It's not the fifties anymore. Yeah, that too. And then also like, I love these people like, like these people who are like, so, so like, like I'm never, I'm never, it's like, oh, I said what I said. It's like, yo, you don't want to grow at yeah. all. Like growth is like, growth is pretty cool, man. Like just like, you know, being nicer to people and cooler to people. Like, you know, like, oh, I've been hurting your feelings this whole time. Like I cannot do that anymore. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I don't want to bum you out. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, dude, I know this is going to be, this is going to, everyone's going to lose their mind when I say this, but the idea that every cop is the best guy in the world, like, so a hero. Yeah. Look, people are bad at their jobs, dude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The insurance guy, there's bad people, there's people who don't know how to do their job, there's people who don't know how to, do their job at the grocery store that's the one i use i'm like you ever go and you're like dealing with the cashier and the cashier doesn't know what she's doing yeah you don't think that same percentage or like the receptionist at the doctor's office that pisses you off you don't think that same percentage of people can be bad at their job as cops mm -hmm. yeah some people are bad at their jobs dude it's okay to admit that yeah not a bad person or or uh, some kind of antifa if you <laughs> You say that some cops are bad at their jobs. Some cops need more training. Just like some MMA fighters need more training. Just like some podcasters yeah. should get trained. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's okay. There's a comparison that I've seen. I'm sure you've seen it as well because you're on the internet. And it's just like, if a lawyer has to go to school for six to eight years to learn the law... And a cop only needs to go to the academy for six months. Of course, there's going to be a discrepancy in how good a cop's perception of their job is versus somebody else's. You know, like that, they're obviously not learning all the things they should learn. And then there's some of them that don't even fucking like, you know, like people that don't pay attention in school. Like, what's what's the difference? Some dude who just wants to be a cop. Oh, I'm going to be a fucking cop, dude. I'm going to fucking, you know, be this noble and valiant dude. But all they care about is being a noble and valiant dude and don't take the, you know, they don't take it seriously. And then, like you said, they're bad at their job. It, it, it's just, a, and like, it's just a craziness that, like, you can't admit it. Like, you can't, no. <laughs> blue, lie, blue, oh my God, dude. Like, I'm not saying they all suck. Some people are bad at their jobs. Some firemen are bad at their jobs. I'm sure some Marines are bad at their jobs. <laughs> Some lawyers, some judges, some senators. Everybody. Everyone. There's No matter some what job there is. Some guy at McDonald's. Some people are bad at their jobs. They don't want to be there. They're having a bad day. Their wife just left them. Their husband just left them. They forgot some of the training because they last were trained when they were 18. Yeah, and right. Can you imagine? Jeez. Their, their eyesight's starting to go. Oh, today. speaking of that, you know what I'm stressed about? About this fucking, I got to get my license renewed. Oh, the eye test. The eye test. And my eyes have been fucked up for the last year. And I'm so nervous that they're going to, I'm going to 
fail the eye test. This can is I another give you the, thing. Can I give you the? Can I give you the trick? Yes, give me the trick. Okay. <laughs> so you go up to the counter, mm-hmm. and then they say, "Step back and read the thing." Mm-hmm. When you're up at the counter, you look and then you remember. <laughs> memorize mnemonic <laughs> devices. Uh huh. You make like little. You know, every good boy deserves fudge. <laughs> I love the Mets. New York is the greatest place to live. Okay. And then she goes, read line four. And you're like, I didn't get that far. How do you say backwards E? How do I remember a backwards E? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, dude. My eyes have been like, I've been like old man squinting in the morning. Like when I look at, when I need to read anything, I do the, like the, I rub yeah. my eyes and I look at it up close. And I can't see. Right. And just, oh, right. man. Yeah. Yo, they they sent me for my eye exam and I, they were like, read the top line. And I was like, it's usually E, right? Top one. <laughs> the doctor was like, doctor was like, you didn't you didn't drive here, did you? <laughs> I was like, yeah. They're, he was like, that's manslaughter. That's vehicular, <laughs> vehicular manslaughter. You're not like I can't let you leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I'm like so curious about. Like what if I I'm not going to, right? I'm not my eyesight isn't that bad, but I just know it's different than it was like 10 years ago. But <clears throat> like what do they do? Like if you can't read the like the super small line, do they like be like, "No, stay here." <laughs> like what, you need to call and get a ride home. Like what do they do? Yeah. <laughs> You know, some 90-year-old people still have their license and drive around all willy-nilly, but, like, I can't read the bottom squiggly line that, you know, is a backwards E, and I thought it was a three. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that was the – so you can renew online, but you have to, like, do the vision test. You have to prove the vision test. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I could go to the eye doctor and get a – or I could just go to the DMV. I actually chose the DMV. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, either way, I got to like deal with shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, let me just print out my W-2s for the past 400 years. <laughs> Dude, I'm so, oh, God. I hope by next Monday when we talk again that like I don't feel like throwing up to, like all day long because I'm like already just like making these like awful situations worse in my head. It's just like. Dude, I'm with him. And this is the kind of thing that like I talk to my mom. I talk to my mom every week. I talk to her every Sunday. We have a we just talk, right? We we've gotten a pattern of we I call her every Sunday night and we catch up if we haven't, you know, during the week. But and like sometimes I'll like I, I don't really share a lot with my mom because I don't want her to worry because she's got enough to worry about as well. But then sometimes just she'll ask and she's like, How like how are you? Like I, you know, haven't heard from you, you know, wanna make sure you and I'm like, yeah, well, I'm, and I'll tell her, like, I'll sometimes I'll vent. And I'll be like, oh, I'm just worried about this. I'm worried about that. And she's like, she's like, sometimes I worry. And like, this isn't the answer I want to hear, but it's the truth. She's like, sometimes I worry, like you're getting older and the way you react to certain unforeseen circumstances worries me because you panic and you, you, you spiral a little bit and you, you don't really know how to handle pressure and i'm like yeah like yes i know what what should i do about that you know and that's what but this is what i'm working on this is like something that's been completely elevated ever since i had my my shit go down you know like i didn't really think i was able to like if i dropped a glass at work you know three years ago and it broke and it was full of like expensive liquor. I would just clean it up and not even react to it and just move on. But nowadays it would be like the end of the world. I quit my job and go home and cry for three days. But back to the point, it's just like my mom just kind of like, it's like a harsh reality. Sometimes I can't deal with stuff and I just let that stress eat away at me. But on the flip side where she closes that like statement up, she's like, but just know that, most of the things that go on will be okay. You might have to go through some bad stuff to get it done. If you need help, ask for help and it'll get fixed. And I mean, the things that I go through, I mean, luckily I don't have a lot of awful things I need to figure out. Yeah, the basement thing is still a thing, right? And all this snow we're getting, once the snow starts to melt, it's going to start leaking again. We haven't got it fixed. You know, we're still trying to figure that out. But you know what? I bought a dehumidifier and a shop vac. And if it starts to leak again, all right, guess what? I have to clean it up. You know, I'm like, 
got through that cycle of like worrying about it and panicking or crying and thinking it's all my fault. But another thing too is that I had the emergency people come when that whole thing happened that night, the emergency, like the, the, you know, they clean up the water and they do all this stuff. And the whole time we were, the whole time they were, I was dealing with these people. They left their equipment here. They left their equipment, like those fans and the, the like, like commercial, like dehumidifier, like all this stuff. The whole time they wouldn't tell me how much it was going to cost because I didn't know if insurance was going to cover it. So they never gave me a, a, you know, they're like, oh, well, if your insurance covers it, it'll be like one. So we'll work with your insurance company. But if your insurance company doesn't cover it, well, you know, we'll work with you, whatever. And I was like, can you just give me an idea? And like, well, you know, we can't really until the end, you know. But this like I looked up, you know, I did the reviews and stuff. It looked fine. You know, there wasn't anything sketchy about them. Sure enough, they send me a bill for thirteen hundred dollars. So two guys came for an hour, set up their equipment, sucked up a little bit of water, left their equipment here for 10 days, sent me a bill for $1,300. And I was like, their equipment. What's that? Hawk their equipment. No, I wish they came. They, you know, they, they left it here for 10 days. They came and got it. They only charged me for four days. Can you imagine if they charged me for 10 days? They like every day they leave their equipment here. They charge you like X amount of money. Anyway, that's another stress. So I was like, I was like finally resigned to just oh, being. Oh, you can't, you can't charge them for storage. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't know that you needed their stuff. Got it. Okay. Right, 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 right. It was like on, and of course they left all these things on, and it was like my electric bill for that month was like two hundred and fifty dollars. My electric bill is usually at most fifty dollars, and then I got an electric bill for two hundred and fifty dollars. So leaving their stuff on was like an extra two hundred dollars. Anyway, anyway, all this stuff is just like stress stuff that I'm like, I feel like lately, like I'll get out of that funk of like worrying and then I'll just resign myself to like, all right, this is how I'm going to deal with it. Because, you know, it's been brought to my attention that I don't deal with things right. So I'm going to try to deal with it. I deal with it and then another freaking thing comes out of left field and then I'm just like back to zero. And I think that's kind of like coming full circle that's kind of like how you're feeling right now and and i think we're both our cycles are synced again as we as we've mentioned before we're uh <laughs> we're synced up we're synced oh so what are you gonna do are you gonna try to get some sleep what are you gonna try to do i think you need to get some sleep first and foremost well i want to find out there's this one pressing issue this like health thing mm-hmm. someone someone i care about very much once I get that that's that's a non-issue, uh-huh. I think I'll be better off or closer. Because the other stuff is all like, well, there's nothing I do right now. Yeah, I just have to take care of it when I can take care of it. Right. Um, you know, like renewing my license and the bankruptcy thing and the lawsuit thing. It's like, all right, well, there's nothing I can do right now. I can't. Yeah. That's another thing. That's another thing I've been, I've been able to deal with a little bit more is like realizing sometimes you just can't do anything and you got to kind of like take it step by step. Yeah. Like this car thing, like waiting for forms and stuff. Um, my wife said the other day, she thinks I have musical Tourette's. (laughs) I'll agree. I'll agree with that statement. Like whenever anything like remotely sounds like a song, I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, and then of course it's been snowing and Ugh. I looked at the forecast and it's like, oh, I'm going to try to get out to the car for my doctor's appointment next week. And I'm going to slip on the ice and break my other leg. And it's going to be another 13 <laughs> weeks. And... No, don't do that. And then the bankruptcy thing, I'm like, oh man, I'm going to file now. And then I'm going to get a bill for the hospital because my insurance doesn't cover me anymore because mm-hmm. I because unemployment paid me one hundred and fifty dollars more than the threshold to keep. Right, right, right. My... right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so crazy because it's like if you like it's so funny. It's like the threshold is like seventeen five. I made whatever I made. And then after taxes it's back under the threshold right of course yeah yeah i don't i never understood why they look at pre-taxed income like what's, I, the, sure i made seventeen hundred dollars but i really only made eleven thousand dollars like i only took that home the only amount of money i could have used is eleven thousand like the rest of it went to you actually so help <laughs> they don't care man it's so crazy 
It's so crazy how little they give a shit. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's like, everyone picks their, everyone picks their guy. Yeah. It's like that guy couldn't give two shits about you. That guy doesn't think about you for a second. Oh, my guy. <laughs> my guy's going to win. Your guy, he don't care about you, man. Both, both sides, man. It's crazy. You go to, to, to this, this, this Biden guy, man. He says, <laughs> oh, we're going to do, we're going to. We're gonna we're gonna get two thousand dollar checks. Oh, uh, but you already got six hundred, so we're gonna do fourteen thousand fourteen hundred dollar checks. And uh and not everyone. Not everyone who got the six hundred. We're gonna we're gonna lower right, right. <laughs> lower the amount. So wait, wait, either the fourteen hundred dollars is a continuation of the six hundred to make it two thousand, or it's a new thing. If it's right, a new right. thing, you can make new rules. Right. And then don't lie to me about the two thousand dollars then. Right. right. You're just flat out lying. And then, oh, we can, oh, you know, Democrats, they got this, they got the Senate and they got, they can do whatever they want. Okay. Do go. it. Medicare for all. and Do, do all the things. Yeah. Go well, ahead. Raise the minimum <laughs> wage and get a stimulus. Yeah, but we can't, you know, and then we're going to still keep kids in cages. Cause that was like our thing originally. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're just, they're all such liars, man. They're all such liars i got um i i uh speaking of that stimulus thing <clears throat> i was like so 600 bucks huh yeah got, it got it got sent got sent out january the mail yeah in the mail the the mail they don't, know how to, they don't know how to get to you believe me if they wanted if they wanted to arrest you they could find you in a second right they want to give you money you want to help me oh it's the, we got a thing over here it's uh yeah we put it in the well january 6th it was sent out and I did some I did some digging because it was like two weeks, and I was like, "Yeah, no, mail doesn't take two weeks. I don't care what anybody says. It doesn't take two weeks to get something, unless it's the unless it's our mail guy who threw everything in the dumpster. <laughs> that guy. Unless it's that guy. Unless it's that guy. Uh, so I called, and of course, it's one of these on uh, on hold for on. an hour and a half. I talked to a lady. I'm not the right person. I, so, but I got to I got the right person. Oh, well, you know, we didn't direct deposit because last year you owed, so we didn't have a valid bank account on, on file. If, you know, let the year before last, you had a refund, so we had a bank account on file, but we don't keep bank record on file, so we sent you a check. I'm like, okay, you sent it to the wrong address because I just moved. Yeah, what's that address? Give them that address. Yeah, that's what we have on file. What's your new address? Give them my new address. And I was like, so what happened? She's like, well... You have to wait six weeks from the date of mailing to report a missing or not received check or debit card, whatever the fuck they're sending out. So every day, check the mail like Christmas, like hoping that it shows up. And of course, they, you know, they said um, it looks like junk mail. Do you know that it comes in like a nondescript, just like blank envelope with your name and address on it that looks like a like a credit card offer, but doesn't even doesn't even have anything on it. It looks like junk mail. Even the woman on the phone from the IRS was like, yeah, it looks like junk mail. Make sure you keep an eye they out. send you a, a debit card? A debit card, yeah. So yeah. anyone could just, just take your it. mail. Right. Just take it. Right. Huh. So I have to wait six weeks, which is which is two more weeks from now because it was January 6th they, they sent it out. So it's been it's been four weeks in the mail. Oh, just wait. It might come. It might take up to six weeks. And I'm just like, yeah. When, yep. was the last time you, when was the last time mail took six weeks? Yep. Yep. So, uh, so there's another stress. I'm like, you know how much $600 would help me? You know, like, we're like they don't care about poor people. <laughs> no, they don't. And they then, don't. oh, and then the they solution, don't. the solution is if you don't receive it, you get to claim it on your income tax. You get a rebate if you never receive. So they were prepared for people to not receive these things because they already have a solution for people who don't receive it. I don't receive it. You get to claim it on your taxes. No, I didn't get it. You get a $600 credit. I'm going to owe the government money this year because I didn't have taxes taken out of my unemployment. So they're just going to take that. So that it's just like what you were saying earlier. It's exactly the same thing. I didn't get $600. I just got a loan all year long from the government that it's just going to take it back anyway in taxes. 
Uh, so another stress. I'm just like, but I luckily updated my address with the IRS so that if they send a second stimulus, if that ever happens, they'll have the right address to send it to. But hopefully they don't send a fucking uh, a junk mail debit card that anybody could just nab out of the mail, you know? <sighs> what a life. What a time we live in. We don't keep don't keep bank records on yeah, okay. I'm sure you don't keep bank account records on file for people. Give me a break. So do you call the NSA, the <laughs> NSA, can you just get in touch with the NSA? They have all my information. Yeah. Can you... <laughs> well, Google can keep it on file, but yeah. the IRS can't. I bet with three Google searches, you could find my, my bank account information for free somewhere on the, uh, on the internet. But so anyways, I guess it's time to wrap it up. I don't think this was a help this week. I think it just added more, it added more, uh, more, <laughs> more fuel to the fire. We both, we both are in a, in a zone, but hopefully next week, um, I'm going to go work out and get some, that's been, I've been, I've been working out. I, I brought my stuff inside, so I'm not fucking freezing when I go work out in the garage. Yeah, I saw your, uh, little dungeon, saw your, uh, your videos. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, just trying to maintain a, a routine and, it helps. It does definitely help. All right, bud. Good talking to you. Good talk. If you need anything, let me know. What I need. <laughs> what I what you need, I can't help with, huh? I don't think anyone can help. Oh, it'll get better. Yeah. It'll get better. I don't think it does. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you next time. Another day. Until next time. Talk to you later, bud. Bye.